Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear podcast listeners. Oh my, that's a new opening for you, hun. <laughs> it's Mondays with Mike and Mary. Welcome, everyone. Nice of you to join us. This is our chance to reflect back to you some of the great stuff we heard on our most recent coaching calls. We do a parade of techniques from each of our groups of calls, and one asks the experts questions. Usually, sometimes we veer off into tangents every once in a while, but we, that's okay. We veer well, or you veer? Yeah. I'm the head veerer. <laughs> Let's start with the parade. What do you say? All right. Go ahead. All right. Well, it's the beginning of a new year, and many of us set um, New Year's resolutions. Many of us have forgotten what those are already. But one of my students set a New Year's resolution that this is the year she would be more in control of her receipts, of her tax preparation. Ooh, good idea. And it sort of sparked a conversation about... Yeah, I'm still bringing a shoebox full of receipts to somebody else to do at the end of the year. So I thought I would share this parade of techniques because she's really committed. She's like done with all her tax taxes for last year, all really? her tax prep. But she's already got a really good start for this year. So I would like to encourage all of you to jump on that bandwagon, whether you're automating, delegating or just having individual shoeboxes for your receipts. I don't know. Label your receipt. Label everything. Take pictures of things. Get yourself organized. It's not too late to make next year easier. Even if last year is still a big mess, start by start today by it's, making this year smarter. There's some great technology that does that for you, too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. Hey, in fact, mm. commercial... Opportunity Master Sales Academy coming up in May. And one of the things we were talking about yesterday is getting QuickBook users together yeah. to share ideas and get smarter and more effective at using QuickBooks for business people, professionals like us, entrepreneurs. Beautiful. So I had somebody who's got a vacation coming up and is worried about all the business she's going to lose by Ooh. being on vacation. Oh, yeah. Until she changed her thinking with a little affirmation, which is opportunities are not lost. They're just given to someone else. <laughs> I love it. It's a little abundance thinking because there's plenty of opportunities out there. You don't have to worry about the ones you don't get given to you. Oh, that's so neat. I had a client once that calculated how many closings there would be in the marketplace uh -huh. and then stood in front of an audience and said, so how many do you need as an individual? And when you look at it like that, you don't have to find all of them. You just no. have to find your share. I know you want all of them. <laughs> you couldn't close all of them even if you got them. That's right. Yeah. Did you get an Ask the Experts question I did indeed. intrigued you this week? Intrigued me. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Stimulated and inspired me. And the question was, do you use a pre-listing, a pre-appointment listing package? Do you pre-sell yourself <clears throat> like we teach you to do in session two of the Floyd Wickman program? And... If you do use a pre-listing package, are you doing that electronically? Are you sending it, delivering it? Is it paper? And then presentation, when you get to the house, are you doing a paper presentation, you know, like the old flip chart thing from 1975, or are you using electronics? 
um, that was the Ask the Experts question. And it was my number one goal is to develop a great listing presentation. I'm re-examining what I've been doing. Yeah. I'd like some advice on what I should be doing. So the advice was all over the map. Of it course. was very interesting. Um, most people did not use a pre-listing package. Oh, what a heartbreaker. Come back through the class. I'll make you do it at session two. There's good, better, and best, but not using one isn't even good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I think sometimes we don't do that because it never makes it to the top five list. It yeah, never becomes I guess. important enough. Mm -hmm. But if you took 10 minutes and said, I'm going to create a folder on my hard drive, and I'm going to take 10 minutes and find stuff to put in it. I bet every one of us could put four or five things with no adjusting, you know, save as, so it would have a 2019 copyright date. Yeah. And boom, we'd all have an electronic pre-listing package. It doesn't have to be rocket science. It's just one of those little ways that we beat out our competition. Yep, knock out the competition. One more little thing we do. Yeah, and don't discount the value of a video sent in advance that sells you as a person. You know, resumes, well, if resumes work, then no one would ever be put in the wrong job. Well, that's true. So yeah. I wasn't meaning that a resume should be in your pre-listing right. package. It was just an example. But yes, good point. <clears throat> a video might be in your listing, your pre-listing package. That wouldn't even take 10 minutes to do. No, it would take about 42 seconds unless you don't like yourself on video. Too bad. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. All right. So anyway, to wrap this up, yes. listing presentation itself overwhelmingly everyone used paper. There were two people wow. out of eight that used electronics. And my vote, of course, is a combination of both. Yeah. But um, the it was it was pretty funny to listen to each person say, oh my gosh, I I would be fumbling around if I had to use electronics. Or if I had to use paper, I would drop them on the floor, step on them with muddy shoes, and I would never look as smooth and professional <laughs> as electronic. Very interesting to hear well-chosen uh, both sides of the issue. Yeah. Well, the combination, I think, is what's important, just like you said. You're going to do some talking pad selling, so you got to have paper with you. You're going to pull out a, a hot button here and there, so you need visuals that people can touch and feel and see. But you, I think you also need to look current by using the technology we have available. And speaking of that, oh yes, my Ask the Experts is kind of about evolution. Okay. Which has nothing to do with technology. Well, there's the evolution of technology. This is the evolution of our businesses. You know, so many of our students have become good listing agents. And what happens when you become a good listing agent or prolific listing agent? Well, you start getting a taste for not working with buyers at all. Oh my gosh, is that ever true? What do you do yeah. with all those buyer leads? Right. Well, some cherry pick. Yes. And some have decided, well, I'm going to farm them out on a referral basis and do a merit system to see who handles them well. Yeah. And yet others still have decided, well, I'm going to hire a buyer's agent and put them on my team. Or partner with a buyer's agent, right? Yeah. And in this case, the Ask the Experts question was, I had an admin 
She was perfect. And then she got ambitious and got licensed and decided she wanted to be a buyer's agent for me. So being the kind of agent I am, wanting to help people grow, I said, sure. Well, he took a look back in the last six months and had given this agent, are you ready for this number? Sure. 477 buyer inquiry leads. No way. In six months. And Ooh. guess how many she converted? I don't know. One. No. Yeah. Oh, that's expensive. Yeah, that's not a good ratio. I hope it was a $3 million property <laughs> so he got his money back. Holy cow. Yeah. And the question was, what do I do about this? I don't want to offend her. I don't want to demoralize her. Oh. And I don't want to embarrass or humiliate her, but I can't afford. But you know what the word but means. <laughs> and I can't afford a one out of 477 close rate. Uh, you know, conversion rate. I think this is one of those situations that should have been caught a little sooner. But anyway. So here's the advice. Uh, if you can't convert, I'll have to find someone who will. Uh, and here's what she said in, in response to that. Well, I don't think I'll have time this weekend to respond. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm laughing as though yeah. it's funny, but it is really heartbreaking as well. Well, the best piece of advice... <sighs> was you got to do a personality index, a skill set index, because the skill set for being a terrific admin is different from the one you need to be a terrific buyer's agent. And apparently this person is the right person to be on the bus, but they're in the wrong seat. Yeah, that's pretty clear. And it, it really doesn't even matter how many times you follow up with them how often, whether it's every day or pour over every single lead or meet with them once a week, if they don't have the skill set to be a good buyer's agent, well, then they should be your admin. Yeah. That's that's where their talent lies. Is that the advice, the overall advice was change seats? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. This is why people come to uh, R squared and stay for ten years, Michael. Because yeah. you you know sometimes that outside here I'm laughing and now I feel silly that I I hope I hope I wasn't insulting. It's just so clear to see from over here, yeah. and I think that's the beauty of having a board of directors that can advise you, hopefully in time, but. You know, an outside view. Sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees. And sometimes we're not aware of the numbers. And look at what the story, the numbers told. Yeah. One out of 477. And you're not the Salvation Army. We can't save everybody. Not everybody belongs in the real estate business, even as part of a team. Now, there are ways to manage people to get better. There are ways to motivate people short-term to do some of the things that they need to do. But what was that great advice I heard a speaker once say? Don't send your ducks to Eagle School. I got a comment. <laughs> Go ahead. Floyd also said, 30-day trial basis. Yeah. 
whenever you are working with someone, changing jobs, hiring someone, let's touch base in 30 days. If those numbers <clears throat> had been examined 30 days out and then another 60 days out, it wouldn't be such a tragedy. And if you've got somebody who is in one capacity, wants to get licensed and get into the real estate business, another great piece of advice was mentor them for a year. Do a one-year agreement with a 30-day review, but mentor them into the business. You remember years ago, that wonderful lady, Cheryl Hardy, uh, called me so depressed because her assistant was leaving to go into the business, getting licensed. And she'd been with her three years. And Cheryl was depressed about this. And I said, well, what if you became known as the place to go to learn the business? Oh. You'd have a lineup outside your door, people waiting to get in underneath your wing because you're so good and your track record is so good. She was a get by giving award winner. She was, yeah. yeah. God bless and her. decided to become a mentor instead of an employer. Sweet. And look at the difference it made for her. Well, thanks for your input this week. That was fun. I had fun recording this. Although, are you going yeah. to sing to us at the end of it now? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy. Have a great week.